Colleen Grahams for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, May 9th. My name is Kat Ernst and we're talking all things Greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes here on Sky Sports Radio. Joining me officially from today as co-host for this week is TAB legend Jared Daffy. Welcome on board, Daff. How's the week been for you? Good morning, Kat. Week's been pretty good. There's been, uh, well, group racing everywhere, hasn't there, and a couple of highlights that we'll get to in a moment. But uh, And it doesn't stop there. We've got plenty coming up in the next uh, week or so in Victoria. Obviously, we've got the Brisbane Carnival as well, so it doesn't stop, does it? It's rare to get a quiet week in greyhound racing now. There's just a carnival after carnival and plenty of standalone races in between. Um, and you just mentioned the highlights from this week. Naturally, the, the 7.15 at the Gardens was won brilliantly by Zipping Orlando on uh, Saturday night. And we'll chat to Marty Hallinan soon. But around the grounds, um, has there been anything else that's caught your eye this week? Well, Kelsey Bale caught my eye last Wednesday night in the Warnable Cup final. But I must be, I thought... Once she drew box five, I know she smashed the record there the previous week, but it was a wet night and I thought she might get back in the field, but the race was all over after they went basically 20 metres because she was up running second and she uh, ran away to win, beat uh, Stealth 24.95. So that just goes to show the track was probably off three or four lengths on last Wednesday night, but... Gee, she's uh, got some sort of a record now. Had a look, 63 starts, 23 wins, 19 placings, and it's sort of crept up now, 432000 in prize money. And on the back of that win the other night, that was three country cups for her this year, uh, three in a row, Ballarat, Geelong, and now Warnable. So there's a $50,000 bonus attached with that. But tell you what, the way she's racing, there's plenty more cup wins ahead for her. Yeah, absolutely. And Danny Gibbons obviously knew that she had a, a fair bit of ability early on because he never wasted time, you know, mucking around in the low grade. She was thrown to the wolves, I guess you could say, from a very early age. And it probably, while she was racing admir admirably, it probably took her a, a little while to, to find her feet. But now that she's got that confidence, it's going to be hard to see her being stopped in the next few months. We've got the Sapphire Crown coming up this week and she's the third favourite. So... Uh, we'll get to that market a little bit later on. But, yeah, she's going she's gonna to take a lot of stopping there. Um, as for myself, I, I discussed with you yesterday a couple of performances that sort of caught my eye this week. Um, Rocket Wright at Wentworth Park on Friday night, I thought he was absolutely brilliant, stepping straight up from the 400s, um, 2963 on debut at Wentworth Park. I thought he might have been a bit susceptible late with Cartel Model on his hammer during the run, but Jeezy was impressive, and he's going to be a very, very smart pup daff. He's a very, very good dog. Uh, is that seven from eight or six from seven? Something like that. Yeah, six from seven with a second. Yeah, but when you line the times up with what She's a Pearl ran in winning there the other night, now she might be a length or two below her best, but to get within the same time range as that, yeah, no, he's got a massive future. Now, before um, we welcome Marty on, we're going to listen to the replay of Zipping Orlando winning the 7.15 at the Gardens, and it was an, an almighty performance. Zipping Orlando favourite set and they're racing now and he bombed the start Zipping Orlando with Palawar King fast out Nangar Rocket and he burns them off at the first turn leads from on the off and getting up on the inside is Zipping Orlando he just had to check slightly off heels fourth onto the rail is play nice then Palawar King next is Punter's Bandit 
Wellback Wheelman going, zipping Whiskey. Nangar Rocket to the back straight. He's a big leader. Zipping Orlando's charged into second. Third is on the off. They're followed Palawar King at the head of the others. Punters Bandit off the back straight. It's Nangar Rocket. He's five in front of Zipping Orlando. Palawar King's flashing home. Nangar Rocket. He corners by two. Zipping Orlando's charging. Oh, that's very close. Zipping Orlando might have got Nangar Rocket right on the wire. Palawar King closed up third. Yeah, he was brilliant there on Saturday night at the Garden, zipping Orlando, a sensational win in the 7.15, and it's now the richest staying race in the world. We're now joined by his owner and breeder, Marty Hallinan. Good morning to you, Marty. It must have been a good few days. Yeah, thank you for that, Kate. No, it was a good day, a very exciting night, nerve-wracking for everybody. Now, uh, I find... Oh, sorry, sorry, Duff. I'll, no, go um, on. I'll, I'll, jump, I'll jump in first. Um, yeah. Teething issues here. Um Speaking to Minnie Finn after the race, uh, she said that from day one, she she wasn't convinced that this dog was going to be a stayer, but early on, yourself and John both picked him as a stayer. What was it that, that sort of had him... I, he was, I guess he was just so brilliant early on. What made you think, yeah, this, dog, this dog's going to be something special? It was probably more or less when we went to the 600s at Dubbo in the gardens. He, he was getting to the line nice, but Minnie was a bit reluctant to say 700-metre dog, but it just takes a long lead-up to get a dog fit and prepared to go through that extra 100 metres of pain, you know, and I was over the moon when he won at the gardens one night over the 700. I thought, this dog's going to run it. I know he's going to run it. You know, it's just, it's a patience thing, and um, he's such a clean-winded dog, you know, and I'm, I'm over the moon. I'd, he'd run 900 metres the way he gets to the line now. Marty, it's not even 12 months ago that uh, that we saw him in action at Goulburn in that maiden. It was one of the best runs we've ever seen. And he, he had the hallmarks of Steyer written all over him all the way through, but it was interesting reading an article um, attributed to you over the last couple of days that, OK, he's by a sprint sire, but the, the bitch line wasn't strong either. Is he just a freak? Yeah, no, the, the mother couldn't run 500 at Sandown. She was a real good 450-metre dog at Warnerbool, Ballarat, Speed, you know, and I just thought, geez, she, she might produce. But, look, just going back through the pedigree, it goes back to the, the mother of Zipping Dharma, Zipping Jewel, which is a Malfoy or Cartra. Well, Malfoy was a bloody good front-running stayer. He won group mm. one races, 500 and 700. He was a he was a brilliant dog in my eyes. And um, Zipping Jewel could run 700. You know, she was a 500, 700-metre dog for Jason Mackay. That must be where the strength gets. That's the only way I can answer it, you know. And looking yeah. at that race the other night, I, I guess he missed the start. What were you thinking during the race? Obviously, Nangar Rocket highballing out in front. He's not probably not a, a genuine stay in Nangar Rocket, but geez, he had a six-length break on them turning for home. And you guys would know the Barnes family pretty well, being from the same area. So, what was going through your mind during the race, Marty? Oh, geez, there was a lot going through my mind. I, I always was quietly confident coming into it. I thought, you know, the one's probably going to miss it. That's a renown, what he does, very fast dog. But we didn't come out good, but he used his sense. I mean, there was a little bit of a bump and jewel there coming around the first corner. We've hit Raymond Smith's dog. I don't think we lost anything. Raymond Smith's dog lost a lot of... But just through the pen, I thought, you've got to get around the three. Don't falter or get bumped, because I think the race was over then. And he handled himself with perfection. But I tell you what... I was nervous. He was a good 10 in front. We all know he's going to stop, but, geez, they're hard to run down. We're talking cold night, race 12. Dogs have been in the kennel for five and a half hours. It's a long, 
process on the, on the greyhound. You know, you just so many things have got to go right. Don't worry about the greyhound, Marty. What about the poor punters? That's one of the longest oh, photos geez. I've had to go through before I got to collect. And he was a huge go with Tab as well, three fifteen oh. to two twenty five. I had a few multis like during the week with him, but I actually wanted to have a bet, but I couldn't take even money. I just thought, God, he, I just know how many people have backed this dog. Everyone you talk to, I had a thousand, I had a thousand, I had five thousand on him. I thought, yeah. well, I think he held, I don't know, sixty-five percent of the money. Yeah, the no. tab would have made a small fortune if he got. <laughs> the tab would have made a small fortune if he got beat. I tell you. <laughs> did you think he'd won? I thought he'd won yes, for I sure. Did. Yes, yeah. I did. On the on the replay, I said about God, oh, he's won. My wife, I said he's won. Be half head, but I wasn't going to. I was getting text messages. I thought I'm not bloody saying nothing to line yeah. the numbers up there. You know. That's I where can, I, um, felt I can let everyone on. I can let everyone in on a little bit of a secret. Apparently, with so much comms going on at, at the gardens there the other night, the um, the technology in the judges tower I think was a little bit slow so it was loading frame by frame the, the photo finish so I think they just wanted to make sure everything make was 100% sure. yeah which is understandable you don't want to go the early crow in a race like that just switching Marty to um, Friday night at Wentworth Park the Bob Payne appreciation and your bloke zipping Maserati you've um, he's backing your care now and probably racing a, a touch below his best but Jeezy was impressive there on Friday night he was impressive Friday night. Look, the dog's going good. He went 24, 10, a couple of weeks before Grafton. I thought, oh, we'll push to Grafton because he won the maiden there. No luck. The first week he walked out off box eight. The next week, done a little bit of box work. I thought, jump good. And then I was disappointed. I thought, where's your acceleration? But thank God with all these cameras, if you watch the front on, the eight dog got him about three bumps in a row and the race was over, you know? Mm. So I just thought, oh, well, we'll go to the... Bob Payne, and we drew the one, and I was just kind of quietly confident with Tommy Cade on the outside. I wasn't confident when Ruth Maddox's dog led down the back. I thought, oh, jeez, we can't run him down, 29.40. But he'd he done a good job, and Jizzy powered to the line. I was, I was really over the moon with that run with him. It's always been a good dog. Where, where to now? The Brother Fox at Dubbo Brother this Fox, week? yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Went up and, and just it... gave him a bit of a lead on yesterday at Dubbo, just for mentally tease his brain, and we just got to hope for a decent box draw, you know? Mm, he knows his way around there, doesn't he? He loves Dubbo. He does. He loves the track. And, look, it's one of our finest tracks out in the Central West. I guarantee you, Gisela was in good order yesterday. And just and... one last one before we let you go, Marty. Sorry, again, Daff. Um, Zipping Eve and Zipping Neutron, they both go around at Sandown Park on Thursday night. Eve is box one in a Sapphire Crown Heat and Neutron is racing in a prelude to the Sandown Cup. And no doubt Whiskey will be heading down there next week as well. Um, what are we making of their, their chances on Thursday? Well, Zippy Neutron's a bit of a funny dog. I mean, he's in the one first look at Wenny, uh, first look at Sandown, but look, he's some hope. They've just got to have luck. But Whiskey, I think he's having a trial, and I think Zipping Eve will... That is a good box, you know, and she's, her run at Geelong the other night was very good, and I think before she heard a hock, she won about four in a row, 26.80 at Horsham, and very quick at Taralga, and she's a good little bit. She'll be coming home to breed for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll let you have trainer. the last question. I'll good let you young... have the last question, Duff, and then you, we can we can wrap it up with Marty. I was going to say about zipping Eve. Good young trainer, Matt Lanigan, down there. See, he's got a few zippings now. Yes, he does a fine job. He used to buy a lot of dogs through Jason Mackay office of zippings and done very good. So I always watch what people can do with the dogs. And I thought, well, he's got to get some, you know, and good young fella, good trainer. Terrific. Absolutely. Well, Marty, we'll let you get back to it, no doubt. Plenty going on out there at Clergate today, so best of luck and uh, 
Hopefully, um, hopefully it's the the crest of a wave for zipping Orlando, and he might um he might be something real special. Righto, thank you. Appreciate it. All the best. That was Marty Hallinan who had Zipping Orlando winning the 7.15 at the Gardens on Saturday night. A quick commercial break and then we're chatting Grafton. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Form Guide, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. You win some, you lose more. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300-88-6660. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Cashmaster was away quickly, beginning well out wide was Starline Express and showing pace was Command's Respect between those impressed Dressel, Jay is Jay. Checked out of it was Sal's Blue Boy and Real and Bluey to the tail. The leader on the side is Starline Express, narrowly from Cashmaster holding the rails. Behind those runners is Command's Respect and also Jay is Jay into the straight. Cashmaster kicking, Cashmaster draws clear, Cashmaster's Cup beats all. Command's Respect, I reckon, narrowly from either Starline Express Yeah, tough little win there by Cash Master in the Group 3 Grafton Cup on Sunday night and we are now joined by his trainer, Robert Cook. Good morning to you, Cookie, and geez, I tell you what, not only are you lucky to gain a start as the second reserve in a final, but Box 1, you must have been been up and about heading to the track. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, to tell you the truth. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very often people scratch from them sort of races. Robbie, he's he's always been a good dog, but was he's coming up for three years of age and only had the twenty odd starts. So you've obviously had a few issues with him. Yeah, yeah, I had a bit of a wrist problem and and a bit of a chest muscle problem with him for a while too. Yeah, that's, that's his been his issues. The wrist was a bit of a headache for a while, but we finally got it right. As they good. say, it only happens to the fast ones, doesn't it? They they're the ones that seem to get all the injuries, but. Talk us through him going into the race because he was unlucky there. He was a bit stiff in his heat off box seven. He he didn't jump too bad but just got held up and never really got into the race. So heading into the final, once you knew you had the run off the off the gun rails draw, what were your thoughts? Oh, I actually thought he'd be very hard to beat. Just knowing what he can run. And yes, I thought the time was pretty good actually on uh, Sunday because of the wind that was there. So... 
But when Stalon Express got up outside him, it looked for, for sure and certain he was going to cross, but your dog just kept burrowing through. Yeah, no, I said to Reggie, welcome to first grade with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, we saw his motor on display the other night, but going back late last year, he, he went, and, and when we all stood up and took notice of him was at Albion Park. He ran 29, what, 58 or 59 there? Yeah, um, 58, yeah, okay. So what's the plan going forward? Um, do you pursue some of the, the pickings down that way or do you head north for the carnival? No, well, probably, I'm probably just nominating for Grafton on Sunday this week and then on Thursday week there's um, Cube Bread Races because he's actually Queensland bread. Oh, right. Yeah, so, and there's a $40,000 one each on following Thursday. So I'll just give him a hit out on Sunday at Grafton if I can get a race, and then we'll go into the heats up there. There's plenty of options coming up for you, Rob, no doubt. Uh, with a few of your team, you've also got Cash Destroyer and Cash View. They both go well in their own right. I suppose yeah. now it's, it's you've got to toss up and plan out your carnival with so many feature races coming on. Daph just touched on the Winter Carnival coming up there in Brisbane, but... There's also races like the Thunderbolt coming up down there at Grafton, and although it's over 350 metres, um, it would have to be pretty tempting to stay closer to home and, and go for that on their home track. Yeah, it's hard to say. He just hasn't got quite the zip he had out of the boxes as early on, I don't think. Well, once he hits the ground, he goes quick, but and then Thunderbolts, you've got to really ping the lids, I reckon, in them type of races. So I'll probably sort of stick to Brisbane from it, like next week on till after the carnival. There's a fair bit of money up there coming up in, uh, in, in June, July. I guess the beauty with him too is whilst he can show that zip, he doesn't necessarily have to lead in his races to win. No, not now. He, he, early on, I actually didn't think he could run 500. And after I gave him a few 450s and that, I thought, oh... I think you are going to run 500. Uh, yeah, he turned out very handy. And it was the first big win for the owner, Pat Gainey. Just talk us through his connection with the dog and how long he's been involved in the industry because no doubt it was a big thrill for him. Oh, it was a big thrill for Pat, actually. Yeah, he's been in the industry for probably, I think, around 15, 16 years. And I just met him through uh, Paula Bella, actually, and... Quite a few years ago, I was talking, and he said that he never had a real good dog. And I said, oh, well, I said, you want one of these bitches here you can breed a litter out of? And that's how it all started. And we're sort of just going halves in the litters, and that's, and that's how it all began for Pat. And, yeah, he's real pleased what he got. Well, he's no doubt going to have plenty more fun coming up over, over the next few months with this fella if he can... Uh... If he can stay injury-free and during that Queensland Carnival, he's already proven there at Albion Park. So it might be a big couple of months coming up for yourself and him. And, of course, you've had a really good trot the last few few years or the last 12 months, winning a couple of feature races up on the, the Northern Rivers area. So best of luck heading forward with him, Cookie, and uh, hopefully to yeah. see him in the winner's list a little bit more. Yeah, and no, that would be nice if he does. <laughs> Just holding together, last dogs, that's the problem. Absolutely, absolutely. Get the bubble wrap out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's the problem. Oh, yeah, catch me. 
retired, actually, too. Now I retired him. Oh, well, it's, uh, hopefully this boy can uh, can pick up the torch and, and can carry on yeah. for him. That was, that, was, uh, that was Robert Cook who had Cash Master winning the Grafton Cup there on Sunday night as a reserve. We'll uh, take another quick break and then we're going to turn our focus down to Victoria for the Sapphire Crown. Skipped breakfast, May the 4th, lots. We had a text earlier. Yes. Star Wars Day. Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Do you? Watched it? Oh, no. Day. Oh, no, I, I haven't watched it. Never watched I've Star watched Wars. I've watched it. Never two, watched it. Nothing. Zero America. interest ever to watch Star Wars. Wars. No, I, I didn't watch nope. a lot of it. No. Never watched it. But you just said you love it. Oh, May the 4th. Oh, you just I love, love the that, day. that saying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, gotcha. May the 4th. Listen. Every ah, night. Just read the headline. Just read the headline. Loz loves Star Wars. The Big Sports Breakfast, weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Experience city-class racing country style at the Darley Scone Cup Carnival. It's the richest country racing carnival in Australia with over $2 million on offer across two fantastic days in May. Highlighted by the Darley Scone Cup and the Group 3 Emirates Park Dark Jewel. With fashions on the field and Bjorn again live after the last race on Saturday, it's the Country Cup Carnival not to be missed. The Darley Scone Cup Carnival, May 12 and 13. For hospitality packages and tickets, go to sconeraceclub.com.au. Get more on tap at your local with the Tab app. Share every race with your mates live, plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this, this too. This, go you good thing. And inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The very best of US racing seven days a week. Gunrunners on top of the world! He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic! Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Brain tumour. Migraine. Dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Amron Boy jump well, speed out, I lead Alex, and also My Neo. My Neo's going to lead by a length into the first turn from Baby JC. Getting a slight bump, Amron Boy with a lead Alex. Back to the inside was Fred Rose, and then came Soda Extreme. Last of all was Akina Jack. Not much separating the field. Leader My Neo tackled by Baby JC, and Baby JC ran to the lead. Fred Rose after it, trying to come through was Amron Boy, but the baby's back. Baby JC wins at a length and a half. Fred Rose has run a massive race in second. Third home, Amron Boy charging when it was all over. Fourth. Yeah, tough Maybe little win there by Baby JC at Sandown Park last Thursday. And she now heads into the Sapphire Crown Heats this Thursday night. And she is going to be one of the favourites for the series. She's currently $3.50 to take out the title the following week with Tab. We're now joined by her trainer, Bob Douglas. Bob, good morning to you. You must be absolutely thrilled with how this little girl's going. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, no, she gives you everything she's got. Um, she's into another series. We've just got to uh, hope we can get through. It's, I think it's going to be a big ask. Uh, Kelsey Bale's flying. Wow, she's fast as an absolute freak. So um, we're just hoping to get through to the final and see how we go. Bob, she has made a few finals already. But it sort of gets away from you. She's only two and a half years of age, yet she's already racked up nearly 320000 
in prize money, 37 starts for 20 wins. But the thing that's been noticeable to me about her over the last or five or six runs is she had that scintillating early pace. A little bit of that's gone, but she's got a whole lot stronger at the end of the 5.15. Yeah, well, over the years I've found that, you know, once you go over the 500, they do use they do lose a little bit of their early. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's a pretty good observation, actually. Um, I've noticed that myself. Uh, like she was running 502s to the post early. Um, now she's probably running sixes. But um, she has got a little bit stronger. Her times haven't changed. That's a surprising thing. I thought maybe, you know, it might come in the next six months. But she started off running 2930s at Sandown and she's still running 2930s. Um, so, yeah, there may be some in the tank. I don't know. But um, she she tries and um, she may be a little bit behind those the other two good bitches that are in this series where well, she's fast and Kelsey's bail, but um, she, she puts in, so maybe that'll bring her into the race. I don't know. And, Bob, you say that Kelsey Bail and Welsh she's fast are flying, but there's not too much to fault with your girl's record. In her last sort of dozen starts, she's, she's run second in the Golden Easter Egg. She's run second in the Australian Cup. She's made the Horsham Cup final. And she early in the year she ran second in the futurity there at uh, at Wentworth Park as well. So there's not too much to fault with her. No, um, I thought she was beat fair and square in the Easter Egg. The other dog was too good. He just got to sit and he was too strong for her. Uh, she was unlucky in the Australian Cup. Um, probably should have won the Australian Cup with an ounce of luck. But um, she tries, you know. And and some bitches get into trouble and they drop out of the race. She she'll keep coming. She'll try. She'll give you everything she's got. So. It's a big attribute. She might, she may be missing a couple of links um, off being a, an absolute champion, but as far as Hart's going, she's spades. She's all spades for Hart. But she's in the heat two of the Sapphire Crown on Thursday night, race two on the program. Only a field of seven. She's drawn out in box six, but it's a tricky little race because there's an abundance of speed there. Magic Muffin in two. Uh, spaghetti legs has got some pace in three, and and I guess the tricky one might be the one drawn outside you, Meatball Molly, uh, which yeah. has got plenty of pace as well. Yeah, no, I'd rather be inside with her. She prefers inside, but um, we we got no control over that. She's got to handle that on the night. It, you know, that's that's where the luck comes into it. And Bobby, before we let you go, I suppose you've seen enough dogs over the years. Um, and how often do you see it with these, particularly the little bitches, when? They take on this type of company, and I guess we even saw it with Kelsey Bale. You know, they, they, they're thereabouts in these finals. They're consistent, but they just they can't knock off that big one. And then when they do, then the floodgates open. So, do you think that could be the case with her heading into the series? Is she ready to peak? Uh, she's going as good as she can go, um, but you still need a bit of luck, you know. So uh, that's out of our control. You know, all I can do is put her into the best I can. Uh, which I try to do every race. Um, and if if the luck goes our way, well, we're still in it. If the luck don't, well, we're out of it. You know, you just got to be philosophical about it. It's, uh, uh, once you put them in the box, there's not a lot you can do. You know. Absolutely. And she's one of our favourites here at Sky Racing. Daffy and I have been following her from an early age. And Daffy, do you want to tell Bobby the story of that, that infamous oh, day where you said, I've got one. I've got her, one to back today. Her second start <laughs> in a race, Bob, you'll remember this. It was at Horsham over the 300. And oh. I thought, this will win. She didn't run a place. Now, she was poleaxed <laughs> at the start. And all she did after that run, well, I think she got booted at the next start. And then she just had a picket fence beside her name. So I've got a little black memory of baby JC. But I'll tell you what, mm. um, she's more than repaid me because uh, I love her. She's a good beginner mm. and I've had plenty of wins on her.
Yeah. A lot of trainers, a lot of the other trainers comment to me too about how, you know, naturally most of them are good judges and how good a chaser she is. That's a lot of trainers are impressed by how she chases. But um, in her first start, we had a cattle mate in and she she actually beat the cattle mate in a trial, in a half-field trial, and... Um, he come out and won. I, the owner, I said to the owner, he said, what do you think is going to happen? I said, well, they're probably going to throw us in the one race. Whoever leads will win. And um, <laughs> anyhow, he led and won by 12. And she, I don't think she ran a place that day. And then we went to Horsham. I think she might have run a place. I can't remember now. But she t- it took us four, win- four starts to win. And then she won her maiden by about 13 lengths. Um, yeah, making up for it now. Yeah, I know. She's a good bitch. She's, you know. I've, I've, I don't think I've walked off the track disappointed with one run only in her whole career, and that was um, in the Melbourne Cup heats. But uh, the track it was a deluge that night and little bitches. There was no bitch got through to the final of the cup. I don't think bitches go good on heavy tracks, and that was the only run I've been actually disappointed with her. But uh, every other run, win, lose or draw, she just gives you everything she's got. So you can't. I'd like yeah. to have a kennel full of dogs like this. <laughs> Absolutely. She's a little ripper and she's got a heart as big as herself. So she goes around in the Sapphire Crown Heaps this Thursday night. Bobby Douglas, best of luck. Thank you very much, Kat. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. That was Bob Douglas, who has the little uh, the little superstar, as we as we call her, Duff, um, baby JC, going around this Thursday night at Sandown Park. Before we wrap up things, Duff, let's have a look at the, the all-in markets for Sandown coming up uh, Wow, she's fastest, but is the favourite for the Sapphire Crown. Is there anything else that takes your fancy or punches? Oh, well, there's a f- few fancy? there. Obviously, we don't know how well she's going. She's returning from Perth a few, several weeks ago. She's $2.80, $1.40 in the heat on Thursday night. There's only the three heats. Baby JC, $3.50. Kelsey Bale, $6.50. Magic Muffin at 8 uh, Then we've got Modern Clean to plagiarise at $8 as well. So quite clearly, it depends how they go on Thursday night, but... I couldn't see why Baby JC won't win the final. She she loves the place. Uh, on the same program, we've got heats of the Harrison Dawson, and uh, there's some rippers going around in this one. Amron Boy, he's got the red box in his heat. He's the four dollar favourite to win the final. Elite Machines drawn out in his heat. Four forty Elite. Uh, sorry, in the in the middle of the field. That's the dog from WA. Elite Alex is the one I was thinking of. He's drawn out. He's at six. Paddy wants Pats. Return to form last uh, weekend. He's at nine, then fifteen dollars or better for the rest. So you'd think Amron Boy would make his way through to the final. Obviously, the draw uh, matters after that. And the Sandown Cup's not far away. It's only a couple of weeks away, and we've got that uh, pre-noms market open there, Cat. And it's six dollars, six dollars the field at the moment. Corborn Magic, Hector Forley, which failed there over the long last Thursday night. Moraine Susie, her form's been hot and cold. Then Punters Bandit, Zipping Orlando's at $8. And this Tasmanian star, Winburn Ruby, she's broken the record down there at the last two starts. And I think she's in Victoria for a campaign. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes. But uh, that's the Sandown Cup. May 26, I think that final's on. There were two in the Harrison Dawson market that I didn't like at the longer odds. I thought Trappeteers at $41. I thought that was well and truly over the odds. And Meteor Manelli at 51. They both carry that launching pad form and... Yeah. How often do you see dogs come out of that series? And I know that they both haven't set the world on fire since the series, but um, they're, they're both, both going well. And, the other yeah, one exactly. that the other one that jumped out at me was Quinlan Bale. Now Quinlan Bale's been a very good dog. We don't see much in the city because the thought was he doesn't really run the 500, but he's got stronger. 
and uh, he he smashed Typhoon Sammy in that um, match race at Warrnambool uh, Cup night. They ran a pretty similar time to what uh, Kelsey Bale did in winning the final there, but it, it's a deep race um, that uh, Harrison Dawson. If you think Amron Boy can be beaten off the red, and he has struggled a little bit recently before he won at Sandown two weeks ago, there's probably some value outside of him. Yeah, and even looking at the market, I mean, you've got Photo Man in there at $15. He was definitely Query. not at his best. He didn't have much luck the other night, resuming, but, geez, he's a long break straight into a Group 1 series, and you've got dogs behind him, such as Trooper Tears at $21. I think there's a fair bit of value to be found in that market. I think you're right. It's just a matter of sorting through. Uh, there's a couple of those Dundee dogs that have been going okay as well. One ran 22.15 over the short at Geelong a couple of weeks ago. So there's plenty of... There's a mixture of speed... There's a mixture of older dogs. There's some up-and-comers there. It's a fascinating race to Harrison Dawson. Absolutely. Well, I think that'll just about wrap us up for this week, Daff. Of course, there's plenty coming up. We've got the Brisbane Young Guns final this Thursday night at Albion Park. Heats of the Brother Fox this Saturday. Uh, Shizza Pearl's expected to be there, so she'll be the headline for that series, along with Zipping Maserati. Uh, and then, we've, of course, we just touched on the Group 1 heats at Sandown Park on Thursday night. And for New South Wales listeners... Uh, you can cheer on in the distance races on the night, zipping Neutron in the prelude of the Sandown Cup. And 7.15 runner-up, Nangar Rocket, goes around in a fourth and fifth grade. So it's going to be a busy week. Duff, what are you looking forward to the most? Haven't we got one of the Belmonts going around I can back today? They seem to win every day of the week. Is there one in somewhere today? <laughs> I don't have a Belmont going around, but I've got a Sandstorm Rico going around at Gosford tonight. Race oh. six, number one. So first That'll time be. he's drawn the fence, it'll be a, a tough ask. First 600, he's probably, might be might be a run short, but um, I think he's going to make a real nice middle distance dog. So, Actually, yeah, uh, we, we just briefly mentioned it, but I'm looking forward to the young guns at Albion Park on Thursday night. We've got a lot of these youngsters coming through uh, that we will see over the, over the carnival in the coming months. And, gee, there's one, he's a really good dog, a dog called Blue Hornet, an amazing win off the red the other night. Recently broke the record at, uh, at Ipswich over the sprint trip. Got box five. He'll be back in the field, but look out for him when he uh, again steps up to the six or seven hundred metre mark. He's out of Champagne Sally, uh, who of course uh, was a really good stayer in Queensland as well. So Blue Hornet for me. That's a highlight for Thursday night. Plenty to look forward to. Thanks for your time this morning, Duff. Thanks, Kat. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report.